Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to BXB. This is the Bronx Baseball Yankees podcast from Odyssey, from WFAN. And we will be here the entire offseason as we break down what the Yankees do heading into 2023, along with Keith McPherson. I'm Sweeney Murdy. So two things about yesterday's game, Keith. I found it quite odd that New York, New York was blasting from the speakers. I thought if there was one day to let it, you know, to kind of turn it down a little bit, you're watching another team celebrate winning the American League pennant on that field. Um, that felt like a really weird moment to be listening to Frank Sinatra sing. Um, it, it just didn't seem appropriate. I've been uh, I've been a, a big don't play Frank guy after losses like there should be some type of alternative or nothing. Right. The Yankees lose. Good night. Goodbye, everyone. But, you know, that plays back into what the Yankees are. They are an attraction. They are a tourist destination. There were a ton of Astros fans in there. I'm like, wow, I, I'm glad I didn't go to well, the stadium. And they traveled well. It was bozo night at the stadium. I definitely wasn't going to be in there. You could tell they were they were in the ninth inning. They were panning around and showing all the different Astros fans. I was like, yeah, couldn't be me uh, mixing it up with them. That's why I was at the crib on top of other things that uh, I needed to stay home for. But, yeah, back to Frank. As I'm watching that, I was sick. I'm like, this is the soundtrack to the Astros uh, going back to the World Series. But then I realized, uh, you know, the song works both ways. If I can make it there, I can make it anywhere. Uh, I want to wake up in a city that doesn't sleep and, and find I'm king of the hill, top of the heap. A number one. They're the champions. Like they did it. They came to New York and swept mm -hmm. the Yankees. So good for them. You know, they take a lot of hate from Yankees fans, a lot of talk from Yankees fans. We want Houston, cheaters, trash throws. Um, you know, the 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 F Altuve chance did quiet down and it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Uh, so congrats to the Houston Astros. And like I said, the Yankees know uh, it's a tourist attraction. They play Frank for anyone that's there, right? They play Frank for anyone that's been the Yankee stadium to get that experience at the end. And uh, they got it. And it, that was that that's one that I'll remember for a long time. I said, every Yankee fan needs to be watching that. And every New York Yankee needed to be watching that. Uh, Judge talked a lot about the feeling they had in Boston after they lost mm -hmm. that one game wildcard elimination and, 
well, what happened? You, the, you know, this might be worse. <laughs> yeah, you advance, but then you just get it. You just get swept and embarrassed at home, and uh, you don't even look like you could beat a team. And you look like in the beginning of the series, you were playing for a six, seven game series that never got there. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it was just all bad. There's not not one positive that I could pull from it last night. I think we were talking, and I think we got this. Uh, we got this right. The last time a team celebrated winning a pennant at Yankee Stadium was the old Yankee Stadium in 2004 when the Red Sox did it. I don't believe it's happened since. Uh, other teams have celebrated winning different things, but not not a uh, not the championship series. Um, which I'll let I'll let you speak to what you want to do, and I and I will offer you a, <laughs> an opinion. I will offer you a. a, a um, an alternate on this, but it took on a big Yankee fans found it quite disturbing that as they tried to psych their own players up to try to come back from three games to none down, they showed them evidence of it happening. They, they, their mental skills coach decided that it was uh, that was what they wanted to do in order to, give the players the visual that it is possible to come from three games to none down. And unfortunately for Yankees fans, that is one of the lowest moments they've experienced ever. Maybe, maybe ever 2004 Red Sox beat the Yankees from three games to none down. Uh, Your thoughts on that. So I read a tweet at four 15 from Brian Hoke that says Aaron Boone said that Chad Bowling, the Yankees mental skill coach, was sending around highlight videos of the 2004 Red Sox this morning. Eduardo Perez also FaceTimed David Ortiz into Boone's office pregame. I thought it was a joke. I didn't know. I thought it was like a trolling thing. Like maybe it was a fake Brian Hoke account. (laughs) What? What? What is going on? That, like, when I think back to 2004 and, and 2001, that was like the end of my childhood fantasies of the Yankees winning World Series and just always being on top and always being champs. Like those nightmares were like the end of my childhood fandom. Now this is like the end of my adulthood fandom. Like now I'm just going to be a regular media member because I don't know what is going on. You're sending clips to this team full of Yankees that grew up as Yankees fans. Garrett Cole, IKF, Harrison Bader. Jose Trevino, even Anthony Rizzo with a little bit. You're sending them clips of the 2004. Let me guess. Kevin Millar is speaking. Like, what is going on? And then you're bringing in David Ortiz, who is the top villain, who always killed the Yankees to smile at them. Hey, <laughs> we did it. You can't do it, though. And then they get swept. I was sick. I I, I, I said I didn't even tweet about it because I'm like, I'm going to talk about this for a long time on BXB, on WFAN, what is wrong? Identity crisis, bingo. That's an identity crisis. When you have someone, like, I don't I don't care. I, no no offense to Chad or whatever his job. Like, you got to know that's not the way to go. You got to know, like, that you're supposed to be the, the guy that's supposed to motivate them, bringing up 2004 and showing basically, oh, this is when the Yankees started to fall from grace. Right. This is one of the all time failures. This is when the curse was broken. People thought this could never happen. And the Yankees folded then reminder that you are now in the, uh, you know, later on future that came after this. And you're about to fail as well. You're, you're not coming back from uh, 
3-0. You're, you're about to be swept in Yankee Stadium. And think about those Yankees and how they felt. That's how you're going to feel later. I think probably the biggest error is, is letting fans know that that happened. Because from a perspective, I understand. And you're right. There are some of the players on that team that grew up as fans. But I think it was a little bit different. I don't think the players in general, because once they put on those uniforms and are playing for something real, they don't have the same attachment to past history of what this means in particular. Like they're, you know, they, I think they, you know, I think they respect the legacy of the uniform, especially when you play for the Yankees and what it means to win. But I don't think that they were looking at, you know, I understand what the idea was to try to show them a visual of, okay, this happened once before, you can do it kind of thing. Um, it did appear to be a little misplaced when you're putting it in that context, Keith. Um, but I don't think in general, I don't think players, you know, you've got Isaiah, uh, um, Oswaldo Cabrera is 23 years old, right? So he was what, he was five when that happened. Uh, probably, you know, there are probably players who have no idea that, that happened because they're not following along and they don't share the same historical context of the of these things. You know, they probably have no idea that the 04 Red Sox came from three down, nothing down against the Yankees until somebody told them. Um, I, I think that's part of it. Um, it's misplaced to have this to, to try to convince Yankees fans that that was a good idea. I understand what their reasoning was, but to try to convince Yankees fans that this was a good idea probably was misplaced. Yeah, and everything le leaks out and becomes a story. Like, oh, Harrison Bader didn't know he was leading off. What are they doing? They're putting together lineups and not telling the guys. Whatever. It just all is compounded. Uh, it's, it's not good. And, uh, you know, we can uh, lick our wounds and uh, try and get over it, but this is going to sting for a long time. Listen, and this is – this is starting with the new era, okay? Because and the Yankees aren't folding up shop and starting over. There's no, there's no rebuild happening here, okay? Uh, Garrett Cole is signed here for a very long time, and he's still in his prime window for a short period of time uh, before you start hitting that aging curve. Giancarlo Stanton is still capable of putting together a couple of prime years here. You're locked into big dollars there. Uh, you're going to be with Aaron Judge. I think we all. You know, hope and believe that that's going to be the case. This is not a rebuild. When you have three players hauling in over $100 million combined, there's no rebuild happening, okay? You're going forward here and just trying to build on this again and trying once again to take down the Houston Astros. But the Baby Bombers era of starting over was – it came up It came up a zero. Uh, zero championships. You had Judge. You had Sanchez. You had Bird. You had Torres. And you had Frazier. And there's certainly different reasons why all of them went up or down or nowhere – but it didn't work for the final total, zero World Series championships. Now you're kind of starting over again. I just caution you, it's just not that easy to do anymore. And I think this, I think these last six years proved it. And trying to win one is really hard. And I will tell you that if they ever get there again, just don't make the mistake of thinking that there are three or four more to follow. One is just really hard to do. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yeah, I'm, I'm not making that mistake. Uh, it's, it's clear to see that, you know, there's parity in baseball, but there's also, a, you know, a couple teams that dominate and a couple teams that figure out how to get there. Uh, James Smythe put out uh, Yankees most consecutive seasons without reaching a World Series. What we're currently in is the uh, third longest drought with 13 years, 2010 to 2022. And he said 15 of the other 29 teams have won a pennant since the Yankees beat the Phillies in 2009. So that means half of the league has like figured out how to get there. And last year you hear Aaron Boone talking about the league has closed the gap on us. Yeah. uh, It happened a while ago. Identity crisis is all I keep saying. The Yankees think they're still the Yankees. They are not. The fans still think they're the Yankees. They are not. They're just like the rest of these teams, but they're worth more. They can spend more. And uh, we'll see what they do with that money this offseason. Well, a lot of it has to go to Aaron Judge. And if uh, if it doesn't, I don't see where this goes. There is a there is not a great plan B behind Aaron Judge. Oh, yeah. And, and can I add this, Sweeney, for the fans that somehow think Aaron Boone is going to lose his job winning 99 games again to American League Championship? No way. That was the first move of last offseason after we got bounced by the Red Sox. The first thing that came out not long after that, Aaron Boone is signed to a three-year deal with an option of four. Expect for him to finish that contract out. I do. I will, and, and I, I put it this way, um, I, is that you went into, after last season, you knew you had to go through the Astros again, probably, right? So your expectation is that if you want Aaron Boone back, you're going to have him be the guy that's going to lead you through. And there's a chance you're going to lose, okay? You knew there's a chance you could lose to the Astros, if you weren't comfortable with that, you wouldn't have brought him back then, right? If you didn't, you know, it's Aaron Boone. You want to either either want Aaron Boone to be the guy who's going to lead you for the next three or four years, or you didn't want him at all. And you with no guarantee of the result against Houston it, it, whenever you ran into them. So it didn't appear to make much sense. I do believe that we're at a point in time, and, you know, this World Series drought is part of it. We're never – Keith, you're never going to be satisfied with the lineup that's put out. You're never going to be satisfied with the pitching decision. You're never going to be satisfied with whatever moves are made until it ends with the parade. And I think it's fair. You know, that's the expectation you've built and that's fine. But to think that you could, that a new manager could come in and you'd be happy with it and every move that he made, you'd be happy with. No, you're not going to be happy with any of it until it ends in a parade. And that's just reality. Yeah, and, and I, I feel like Boone is given a set of choices. And I talk a lot about the Yankees falling into things or defaulting into things. I feel like he's given a set of choices. And, and you know, it's maybe one or two things. And he'll choose one. And, uh, you know, this will go wrong for him. Or, you know, 
this guy will come in and, and give up a home run or not be able to hold it down. And then everyone's like, that was a stupid move. That was a stupid decision. Well, if it would have worked out, you would have, you would have lauded it. You would have applauded it. You would have been like, great job. I feel like, you know, Boone has, but if Clark Schmidt goes three scoreless in game one, yeah. and, you know, I mean, that changes everything. Right. It didn't happen. So we're questioning it. They were playing for a longer series, in my opinion. And they did not coming out of, you know, coming out of a five game series that took eight days had a, a big impact on how they started this series and how they looked at this series. Mm-hmm. And uh, in my opinion, you know, Boone didn't have his best guys. He had a bucket of guys he could use and he used them where he did. And it didn't work out. And that first game was a tone setter. The second game definitely, um, you know, changed the tone of the series. But I don't think they look at Aaron Boone like he mismanaged it. I don't think they look at Aaron Boone like he made the wrong decisions. They look at the players like you guys got to get it done. You guys are called on. You're paid to get it done. Go get it done. So he's going to be back. And uh, I think he does have respect of players on this team. Uh, It's his team. It's been for the last five years. It's a matter of getting guys on this team that can make an impact. Uh, they got to look for these guys. Like, like I li- like, I liked how Wandy's demeanor was. Like, you know, Wandy just seems like a guy that was under the radar. You trade Mike Talkman for him, but when you yeah. throw him in the big moments, he's unflappable. He's the same. He's ready for him. He wants to be in them. You got to get more guys like that. And let me let me remind you, Keith, that um, the Astros didn't win this series in some different offensive style. They didn't you know, single and steal second and third. They didn't hit and run and they didn't lay down bunts and they didn't do all, you know, they didn't do all these crazy things. You know what they did, Keith? They homered and three, home runs. three run home runs, win ball games, and you got one last night, sweetie. There you go. Aye, Two aye, of them in the series, right? Two of them in the series. <laughs> you know, that's oh, what happened. And, and listen, and the Yankees pushed across some runs in the first two innings, but left two men on base in each inning too. Astros cleared the bases, the home run cleared the bases. It worked. That's how they have what they pitched like crazy. They pitched their butt off and they got home runs when they needed them. That's how they won. They didn't win with some crazy 1985 St. Louis Cardinal style of play. They didn't win with some, you know, retro thinking 1958 hit and run style of play. They won because they hit the ball out of the ballpark with men on base. Chicks dig the long ball. That's all she wrote, and they'll probably continue to do that. Hopefully the Phillies and their boppers can hit home runs too. We've seen them do that. It's going to be a good World Series. That's how, again, they, That's how they got there. Yep. Again, the, the Yankees fans will be watching from home, and now, you know, if you want to drive down to Citizens Bank Park, you can you can go see the World Series. But, uh, yeah, it's another failure, another season of my lifetime where the Yankees don't get it done. And now you wait. People are already posting. I think I saw 157 days till opening day this morning. I was like, oh, my goodness. March 30th against the Giants. That is opening day. And, by the way, the the next series is the, the National League champion Phillies come in. Giants-Phillies to uh, start the uh, home schedule next year starting on March 30th. Uh, I know we wanted this to go a little bit longer, Keith, this run, uh, talking about specific games. We're not done. Let's remind fans of that, okay? We keep coming back here. It is an off-season filled with lots of interesting things to talk about, and we will talk about them in this space uh, on BXB. So let's make sure everybody subscribes, follows. It's all free. Get it at Odyssey. Get it at Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, um, because we're coming back, and we've got a lot more interesting things to talk about. Yeah, it's uh, winter for us now, off-season for us now. Winter meetings will come, and – uh, pitchers and catchers and all of that. And it's uh, good to have an outlet to talk about the Yankees because 
New York is going to shift to their great football teams. And uh, now these two basketball teams and three hockey teams and uh, baseball hit the back burner. But, you know, New York is a baseball town. There's going to be a ton of people interested in listening and talking and thinking about what's going to happen to the Yankees uh, this this after postseason. So we'll be here to cover it. And watch the World Series, too, because as my son said, anyone but the Astros, that's who you're rooting for, right? Yeah. And you've got Rob Thompson, Kevin Long, David Robertson, all guys with Yankees. Yankees South. They wanted to be the Yankees so bad. They took all these Yankee guys, Girardi, Dave, uh, David Robertson. Uh, they even had uh, Toe down there. I forget. They yeah, had a, a right, few uh, guys. That's right. D.D. So Gregorius. <laughs> right. Some, uh, so it gives you something to root for, something to watch. Uh, hopefully it's a good series. It starts Friday. I'm sorry we won't be able to cover it the same way, uh, but it is what it is. And we will be back with more uh, along this off season. So make sure you keep coming back and follow us on socials because you'll get uh, updates there as well. Uh, he is at Keith underscore McPherson on Twitter. I am at Yankees WFAN on Twitter. Of course, you can follow at WFAN 660 at Odyssey Sports and you keep up to date on everything. Our producer is Ryan Chichester. Thank you, everybody, for listening for these last couple of months of the season. We hope you stay with us throughout the offseason.